Okay, police, this is your mayor speaking. Stopping riots is racist, so don't stop them. If businesses owned by brown and black people are burned by white rioters, that's also fine. Coming up today on the Anti-Woke Podcast. So Kyle Rittenhouse was found not guilty on everything. I'm sure I'm going to have lots of thoughts about this soon enough. I don't have a ton of them now, but I guess a couple things I want to say right now. So I was watching the case or whatever, you know, like the, you know, it was like a movie where they read them out on the count of this, not guilty. And then you can, and the camera's on Kyle Rittenhouse and you can see after a couple not guilties, he starts kind of crying. I'd almost say blubbering because he's got kind of a, a lot of baby fat on his face still. But so the camera's on him, but it also, you can see behind him, the, um, the spectators, or whatever you call them, you know, just the, the crowd, the crowd in the back. And there's a cute girl in the crowd. And about the time he starts blubbering, she starts blubbering too. And then I'm like, you know what? Her nose kind of looks like Kyle's nose. And she's sitting next to Kyle Rittenhouse's mom. So I'm pretty sure that's his sister. She might be in high school or something still, so... I'm not going to go on and on about her attractiveness, but she ain't ugly. But uh, seeing her kind of reminded me of something I learned, I guess, this morning. Um, so there was this video that was not, you know, it was deemed in, inadmissible. So it wasn't in the case. The jurors never saw it. But there's this video. You know, it's all, a lot of stuff that the jurors never saw. It's on the interwebs. And the video is a girl fight. And it's Kyle's sister, some other girl. They're fighting. I think the other girl is starting to win. And Kyle, like, jumps in and, like, punches the other girl. Possibly right in the face. Obviously, you should never... A man should never punch a woman. And so, you know, they wanted to get that into the court case. But they didn't get it in. And that's... I don't know. I guess you most people probably never saw that video. So that part's mildly interesting. But the way the video is shot is it's, like, it's taken by someone in a car. Like, kind of across the street from the fight. And the person who's taking the video is talking. And basically you can hear it. Basically it's, you can hear their voices. You can't see them. I haven't seen the whole, I guess there's more to the video that I haven't seen. Or more, yeah, more to that video or more to, or more videos of the whole situation that I haven't seen. But anyways, the people in the car, you can hear their voices. And basically it's like, I think three black high school boys. And they're like watching it and they're like, you know, whoa, he just punch that girl, let's go, and then they, you know, you're, it's all, whatever, it's all first person, but they get out of the car and start heading over, and so I've never seen any more of the video than that, but it was basically like they were going to go kick Kyle's ass, and so I heard today, I still haven't seen the video, but anyways, someone was talking about the rest of that video, and the answer is, that's what they did, so <laughs> those black guys went and kicked Kyle's ass, which, uh... You know, there might be a, a whole nother reason why the defense does not want that video to be in evidence. Might give them some motivation uh, of a unsavory sort. I guess here's the next obvious thing to watch for is people saying that this verdict is unjust. That justice didn't happen. And, you know, it's going to be people who are like, who thought that Derek Chauvin, George Floyd... Uh, guilty verdicts were 
absolutely perfect because that's what they wanted to have happen. And then if you know if they wanted Kyle to not get off uh, innocent, free, not guilty, uh, they're gonna say that this one shows that the court system is a uh, racist or something. I mean, basically, for me, the jury decides, and you know. Well, anyways, pretty much the jury decides, but I think for most people, the jury doesn't decide. They decide before the court case, and then if it doesn't go their way, they start making accusations based on zero evidence. But I think it's okay. I mean, you know, who's going to do that? I'm sure the New York Times and, I mean, obviously MSNBC is going to be talking about this for a week with all sorts of false accusations of whatever. They've already been making them, calling the judge racist, calling everyone racist. But I think... I think most, I mean, I, I really have no idea, but I kind of think most of America finally learned a little bit about this trial, you know, about what happened, and knows that it was justified self-defense, and so that will put the, whatever, the people who are, you know, who don't care about real justice and just want to make false accusations of racism against America and white people, I think that'll put them hopefully into a, a slightly smaller corner of society where people will listen to them a little less take them a little less seriously, be a little less afraid of being canceled. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. That's the that 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 would be the good result. You don't always get a good result though. And you know, the kind of the thing about that is so the first guy Kyle shot, I don't know how many young boys he raped over how many years, but it's a lot. You know, like 5 to 9, 9 to 11 over a period of 5 years or whatever it was. So, a lot of people I think apparently some people even think that he was black. But anyways, that guy really was a bad dude who like literally got out of a whatever, the hospital for a mental breakdown that day and had a history of raping young boys. So, you know, that's something I think, you know, if America learns that, that's going to change their opinion a little bit or a certain segment of America would be like, "Oh, really?" And then I haven't heard exactly what the second guy that got shot and killed did but he was he was holding a knife to i i've heard his brother and i've heard his grandmother and i think maybe even his mother i've heard i've heard it three different ways or maybe he held maybe he held his knife to all of his relatives at different times but anyways for some reason that guy is also some sort of lunatic who uh is known for holding a knife to his whatever is that in-laws immediate family. He's known for holding a knife to the throat of some of his immediate family members. And so as we as we head out, uh, or head into the future, that's just a little, you know, there, there's still facts that the public can learn that'll make him go, holy crap, uh, maybe things weren't as I thought. Maybe this was justice being served in more ways than one. Well, may as well continue in that vein. So the third guy was a black guy who did a flying jump kick to Kyle's face, and then he ran away, and Kyle shot at him, but he missed. And apparently that guy was like, I'll testify, but I want you to drop the domestic violence charges against me that are outstanding. And then finally the fourth guy, he uh, pointed a gun right at Kyle's head. So that's the four people involved and had charges related to them in the court case. All right, just learning this. This is interesting. So the second guy, the guy who held a knife to his, whatever, let's just say mother, because that's more interesting than brother. So the guy who hold, held a knife to his mom's throat, um, and then he's the one who hit 
or tried to, I think he hit, I don't know if he succeeded, tried to hit Kyle in the head with a skateboard, and then Kyle shot him dead. But anyways, his family is suing the city, saying the police didn't stop the whole thing, and uh, they want millions. The guy who pointed a gun at Kyle is also, I think, suing the city. So everyone's trying to be like, like George Floyd's family, I think they got $27 million out of that. So, I mean, let me tell you, I'd sue a city too. If you're like, hey, you might get a million dollars if you sue the city, and it's totally immoral to do it, I'd be like, sweet, sign me up. Okay, so Huber, the guy with the skateboard, I looked it up. What did he do? So it was his brother. I have a feeling this brother was young, too. Might have been a kid. But I'm just going to read you a little story here. Uh, Huber allegedly sat back watching the brother and his grandmother clean while threatening to kill the brother if he stopped. Huber grabbed his brother by the neck, dug his nails in, and choked him for approximately ten seconds. He put a knife to his brother's left ear, and his brother felt it cut. I'm going to burn the house down with all you F, well, fuckers in it. He was criminally charged for the incident and took a plea deal on a strangulation and suffocation charge. So there you go. And if you did that once, I'm sure you do that a lot. I mean, whatever. It sounds like he's mentally ill. Sounds like we got another mentally ill person. I mean, that is not normal behavior. So I'm watching... Uh, Kyle's lawyer, he gave an interview after the thing was all over, and he said something that was interesting. Like, the reporters asked him if Kyle felt remorse. You know, was he sorry for what happened? And the lawyer was like, well, Kyle can't say that he feels sorry. You know, for legal reasons, Kyle cannot say that he feels sorry for what happened. I mean... In not so many words, that's what he said. You know, basically what he means is, you know, you probably open yourself up to a lawsuit if you go, oh my God, I feel so sorry about that. I was totally wrong. Oh no, now I'm, now I'm the, you know, now I'm going to be sued. So it'll be interesting. I mean, I, we'll see if Kyle starts, you know, making the rounds of uh, Fox News or if he never speaks to anyone ever again and if he uh, mentions remorse and gets sued or not. So the interview with uh, Kyle's lawyer continues. And I guess there's a $2 million bond. You know, I think with bail, normally you pay 10%. But I think in this case, it was like straight up $2 million in cash. And that was how Kyle was on whatever, was able to be free until the trial. But anyways, the, the, the reporters are like, uh, so, you know, who gets that $2 million? And uh, Kyle's lawyer is like, I think there's going to be a fight over it. It sounds like... Kyle like got a couple shady lawyers originally, so he had two teams of lawyers. There was the original one who like did a bunch of fundraising in his name, and were trying to you know they were trying to do like some sort of a cause, like they had political motivations. They were gonna sit you know raise a bunch of money, and then use the thing to uh, get some sort of political agenda going. And then I guess Kyle's, the lawyers that actually took Kyle to the court case are like, we're just going to represent you. We don't want to have anything to do with whatever, all the hoopla and the media coverage and the money raising. So we'll see. We'll see who gets what money and when and how and where. I think if I was Kyle, I'd try and get that $2 million for myself. And I was going to say move somewhere. I mean, where do you move? Do you move to France? Do you move to Canada? Do you move to Florida? 
this guy is saying apparently prosecutors and defense and like and the judge everyone was getting like tons of death threats through the whole thing so it's like huh you're gonna want to maybe lie low or you want to have so much money that you can always have security so joe biden gave a statement on it and it says while the verdict in kenosha will leave many americans feeling angry and concerned myself included we must acknowledge that the jury is spoken so i mean uh, the president is like uh you can't trust the legal system it's racist twitter handle at religion of woke give me five stars on apple i still have 11 listeners so come on someone hook me up where's number 12 thanks for listening